Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Deo Katunga. What up? What fools? up? <laughs> so glad you're here. So glad to have you. Glad to be here for sure. <laughs> oh, man, man, so good. I um, we've been we've been catching up about lockdown uh, growth and uh, and like uh, what's the what's the term when you um you you get rid of things that aren't serving you? <laughs> shed shed the badness. Shedding the badness. <laughs> Changing the coat. That's it. That's it. And um, like you're 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 happy in love, and like you're just the most stable young dude ever. Right? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so not. <laughs> I'm surfing every second. But you've got like a you you have a good romantic relationship, and it's been going for quite a while, right? Two years now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, quite a while. That's it's, quite a while. I don't. I don't it feels like. I've only known you when you've been like, we've known each other for longer than that, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess I started doing comedy 2019-ish. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in 2018. And so it's 2021. So I guess two years. Something like this, yeah. Something like that. All right. And is your relationship exclusive? Yeah, yeah. I don't have another person. Yeah. So it's monogamous. You're both yeah, monogamous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you like test that out or was it just like a, like just natural agreement? I guess we kind of started off doing a, the one person thing. At one time I asked her, like, how open do you want to be in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Meaning how open with each other do you want to be in this relationship, <laughs> not with like other people. Yeah. And then she was like, uh, well, if you want to see other people, I guess I'm cool with that. Uh, and we were talking about that situation, like, uh, I guess like a week ago. And then I was like, remember when you told me that shit? da 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 uh, and then uh, she was like, yeah, uh, I was thinking that you're really nice and I don't I didn't really care what happens as long as we're together somehow. Mm. And I was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> you know, she's like, now I like uh, that you don't see nobody. <laughs> and I was like, it's all good. I was never going to see nobody anyway. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I just I'm just not that type of person. Like how like, you were really just asking, like, how much honesty do you want? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like, like, do you do you want me to leave the door open when I go to the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Can I poop in front of you, please? Can like can we save water and only flush like once a once day? Once a day. <laughs> <laughs> and you live together. You've lived together for almost since the beginning. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like now, for wild. me, that's like red flag. Like that's a crazy relationship kind these of, days because yeah. I'm old, right? I'm old, so that's a. You think you're old? I don't think you're old. Oh, Dave, say that again. Say it again. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> you're not old, Anna. <laughs> you're not old at all. How young am I? Tell me how young. You I seem am. like twenty-two. <laughs> Because I keep making horrible decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your decisions, but so far with this place, it seems like you're making good decisions. Yeah. So today we are recording from my new apartment. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have a loft bed. I am so excited about this hawk bed, loft bed situation. Mm. Do you know how much they squeak? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm excited to test it. <laughs> and I'm optimistic about testing it because uh, on the day that I'd moved out, the night before, um, I hooked up with a, a total, like a friend of a friend. Like, you know, all the bars opened for the first time outside in Berlin. And I drank and boom, I got laid. You like, ain't wasting no time. I didn't like, waste what? It, it like, has been open since three hours. I got to be out of here. It was the most <laughs> successful night I've had in so long. And it's crazy. Like, I wanted to, I want to not put it down to alcohol. But if I hadn't been drinking and eating space cake, then I probably wouldn't have gone to this fuckboy's house who has been messaging me for like a year to, to catch up. Is that up. the person that's messaging no. you now? Okay. No. This guy messaged me. He lived um, He lives around the corner from my uh, old apartment that I just moved out of. And yeah, I lived would live as neighbors for two and a half years and I'd never gone to his house. He would frequently be like, hey, what are you doing? Want to come over? Want to like... 
I've got coke. Uh, <laughs> I got coke. Yeah. Is that how people flirt these days? Yep. I got I'm coke. I'm so out of it, dude. I'll share my drugs with you. It's like, oh, he's being generous today. <laughs> <laughs> coke is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Because it used to be like, yeah, I got I speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually doesn't. Yeah. He, he's got some level of, uh, he's got some standards, but. <laughs> He would you take coke not speed you got standards man right but he um no it used to be like you know oh, do you want to come around do you want to you know you want to want to cuddle and then and then i could see he was getting more and more um desperate because mm. he'd be like oh like i've got some nice whiskey do you want to come over for a drink and then like the week later he'd be like i've got whiskey and and coke like coke mm. cocaine like do you want to and i was like oh he's sharing his drugs <laughs> like he really wants me to come over. <laughs> he's like i have a dinner whiskey and cocaine yeah and he also invited lights. me to dinner as well some music <laughs> <laughs> like, come on what else do you need <laughs> and i just i just kept like uh not engaging because friends were like anna do not go back to this guy. He was the guy that I was seeing when I first moved to Berlin. Oh. He's this film director. He, um, so there's a, there's history. There's history there. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, That's different. I've got a joke actually, you know, the joke about, um, <laughs> that I almost died from sucking, sucking dick dude. oh that's this guy <laughs> it's this guy no way with the cyst thing no what was well, it's it my cyst oh uh, yeah, yeah his yeah. dick yeah oh shit and yeah. what did he say at the end of this uh at the end of what when when this perspired uh he he was he said he would come to the hospital with me and i'm like no you won't and um he didn't he didn't and then okay. he didn't even text me to see how i was going <laughs> okay uh yeah yeah so basically for the for those who don't have any idea what i'm talking about i have a joke but it's just a true story like most of my jokes where um i uh i had an abscess in my throat but i didn't know about it and uh this this fuck boy whose house i was at on friday um he he booty called me he came over and like uh i could hardly talk and um he booty called me when I was, I was searching for the house doctor to come visit. Basically the house doctor was able to come like in five hours. So we had sex in the meantime and then slept. And then the house doctor came and we, like, I saw this guy in the kitchen and he checked my throat and called an ambulance immediately. And I was like, why, why? He was like, well, there's an abscess in your throat. And if it bursts the wrong way, it'll poison your brain and you'll, you die. Could, you'll die. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so the joke is about that, but it's it's just like it's crazy, like because this yeah this this fuck boy had wanted me to give him a, a blowjob, and if I had done that, I could have burst the abscess and, and died. died. <laughs> oh shit! Dude. By the way, this guy doesn't know that I have that joke about him. So oh, he doesn't. No, he has no idea that you're saying this because no. you haven't seen him since. Yeah, I actually hadn't seen like I'd seen him by accident on the train once or twice mm. where he'd been like, oh, yeah, I see you're doing. Oh, no. And he came to a show at Pora Party once mm. um, before when we were doing the the very first Berlin New Stand Up Award. Mm. He came and I told him that I was in this competition. He's like, oh, you're going to win. And I was like, dude, I didn't make it through the heats. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, hey, that contest is another thing. <laughs> I ain't even going right? to Oh, my thing. God, that contest. But yeah, so he actually has seen me do comedy, but he hasn't seen me do that bit. Mm. Anyway. Um, so, uh, I have resisted his, um, kind of like invitations Cold. for the last year because, uh, yeah, like, oh, but you met him mm. and you went to this dude's place. I went to this dude's place on oh, Friday night after hanging out. It sounded out. like that's the person that, that you're texting. No, no, no. I went to his house and there was like a little party oh, and, uh, shit. and I and he took was like, him... you want the Coke now? Well, <laughs> <laughs> they were the smallest lines, dude. It was For real? <laughs> yeah. Cheapskate. He's like, let me split this line in two. 
Maybe she won't recognize. Dude, it was well. There were quite she a few had people a there. Space cake a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was, I was fine. Um, but but it was only because of alcohol that like I was on my way home after hanging out with a bunch of comedians on Friday night, and then being in Girlitzer Park, and then I was in Girlitzer Park. And I'm like, what am I doing in a park? I'm 34 years old, and uh, time to go home. I'm moving house the next day, you know. Mm. And then I get this message from. Oh, this was yesterday. This was no Saturday. Fr- yeah, Saturday morning Friday. basically. Okay, gotcha. So at 1 a.m. Um, fuck boy messages me or like you know uh, coke boy mm. that's what Dragos calls him coke, coke boy because <laughs> he's no, also, actually he calls him coke. coke dick coke dick coke dick <laughs> that's hilarious and um and he messages me it's 1am mm. Wh- whiskey okay. whiskey dick whiskey dick is one thing yeah what is coke dick coke dick it can super go either active. way it can go either way it can be not active or it can be super super active active yeah i've never taken cocaine so i have no idea okay yeah it can go either way <laughs> <laughs> good to know but basically the name coke dick is like if i go that get go to that dick there will be coke involved and yeah, uh, yeah obviously dragos is, is always like you know do you want to go down that spiral and i'm like <laughs> i'm not an addict but it is true it's like this whole world of kind of yeah how much do i want to engage mm-hmm. but anyway so it was only because of alcohol really that when he texted me on uh, on friday night that i was like fuck it let's let me go he's like you know there's some people over and so i arrived and there were yeah there were maybe like uh, seven people super nice playing records someone made me a drink you know lines getting passed around good chats seven people i got left. a few i got a few new followers on instagram <laughs> let's go <laughs> Let's go. Always an opportunity to drunk sell Anna, fucking <laughs> self promotion queen, man. Let's it's go. insane. So, w- would you say that uh, alcohol helps or hurts? Helps uh, <laughs> with some opportunities. Mind you, do not remember getting there. Like, I do not. I also like. I went home before I went to this guy's house, and when I was at this guy's house afterwards. I was looking for my menstrual cup and I was like, where did it, like, has my body swallowed it forever? Like, I, and then I, it took me like two times going to the bathroom and I was like, oh, I went home and to I took my out. menstrual cup out. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, okay. ha, ha. Anyway, uh, great little party. But <laughs> so I, you're like, I know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Let me just take this out and do what it has to do. Yeah, exactly. He's on coke anyway. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how prepared was I? And, um, and Sorry, yeah, if, and if, if I vibed is... I vibed with this guy there quite a lot and ended up leaving Coke Dick's house with another guy. Oh, with another guy. Yeah. And going home. Going home with this with guy. With another dude. Yeah. In front of Coke dude. Yeah. And Coke dude knows. Yeah. There's no way he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, which which day were you in your cycle? Um, I was. I'm. Well, I don't know what day. Uh, so if bleeding is day one. When we start bleeding is day one. I would say I'm like I was like day six, so pretty much like all almost at the end. Yeah, at the end. At okay, the end. okay, yeah, at the end. Or just squirts of blood. Bleep, bleep. Just like a little <laughs> bit of like, bleep, bleep, like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was fine. Like I don't, I don't take the cup out unless like yeah, it had been fine for a couple of days. So was it good? Um, in the I end? don't really rem- like remember, but the cuddles in the morning were nice. Were really nice okay. and cute and like. Like yeah, uh, he was he's very funny and mm. he's like this uh, English guy, um, which is yeah. But he's uh, great tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a thing. I mean, if you see somebody with shitty tattoos, obviously he's doing some type of weird choices. Yeah, well, he's got some shitty tattoos in his opinion. But shitty like, tattoos are cool also though. So well. I don't know, <laughs> but they need to be shitty in the right way. Right? They do need to be <laughs> shitty in the right way. Exactly. Um, but just like really nice vibe, really nice vibe. I haven't really connected with someone so instantly and like alcohol helps for sure. Mm. But there was also like funny in the morning, like, uh, just like nice, 
nice like nice talks. jokey cuddle affection but like not mm. yeah anyway and then like uh he made sure i had his number and then like we were texting all yesterday he was like maybe you should just come to my house after you finish moving house like he i brought him to my home when my room looked like i was a heroin addict <laughs> like, my, like everything messed up. everything is a mess <laughs> like it was such a boss move i feel like how do, her- how do heroin addicts rooms look like empty and okay. like living out of boxes i assume okay i don't know on a mattress yeah on a mattress like okay. i've never so had like a, a skateboarder like, exactly <laughs> yeah mattress in the kitchen <laughs> but like woke up and it was like oh my god like my room is just a mess like you know I, so um in my room right now where we're recording there's boxes around but this is still better than what he he came to and, okay. and so yeah But yeah, anyway, my, the mover came at, um, the guy that to help me move came at 1 p.m. My best friend came at 12 p.m. I uh, left the house to get breakfast with this guy at 11. <laughs> so like I was cutting it close. Oh, so you uh, went at 11, came back at 12? Uh, no, like walked out with him and I got like a burek and he like walked home and that oh, was at 11. And then oh, I got yeah, home. I gave myself 45 minutes to like pack the last things, which was really cutting it close. Um, but yeah, he kept te- like he we texted during the day and stuff and like. Do you text? Is this the guy that you want to text the now? Guy. Yeah, Feel yeah. free to text, man. No okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like, it's it's super cute. He's like asking me how I'm feeling mm. and how my new place is looking and that he's still feeling rubbish from Friday, which is a good sign because that means he doesn't party like that usually. It's not a usual party, exactly. or maybe that's what he wants you to think. Probably, but you he's know. like, I'm feeling fine, but let me say I feel bad because that's. But I'm down with protocol. that. I'm really down with that. <laughs> as this protocol protocol no i feel like um like hey i'm feeling great <laughs> no i feel weird i'm writing the message whilst we're recording you can write it and i can talk some random shit hello people <laughs> <laughs> no i'm gonna i'm gonna message him back and oh he's so cute though he's like ask see i don't and that's the thing like when a guy is genuinely interested leave him wait i'm gonna tell you that but it's like but it's like <laughs> he it's like is it a red flag that he wants to see me again the next day like is how is it... that a red flag <laughs> see this is how damaged i am <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man to me if, if a person wants to see or personally how i see things is if a person wants to see you or you want to see a person mm. you try and engage that and if they respond with like nah i don't really want to see you today or like they kind of like ghost or something mm. then just leave it but mm. if they say like yeah sure let's meet then you just meet the person and then you do what they do and then you continue and then if they want to meet again and you're like okay if you feel like you want to meet mm. the person go meet the person live mm. your live your happy moments and yeah. when they leave they leave it is what it is yeah i suppose it's just like when someone wants to see you so soon after like i know friends would be like oh god no like we'd only see each other like i'd only see a new a new lover like maximum twice a week you know like mm, things like that just broken society right there. <laughs> yeah it's true Straight i'm just not up. used to yeah i'm not used to someone like immediately being like hey like what's up what's up tonight like mm. you wanna wanna hang it's like oh <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> it feels fun okay yeah but then exciting. then again it's like if you have a if you have a protocol for everything like oh i mm. if a new lover comes i wait uh, three days to do then you're mathematically <sighs> like trying to do stuff with like people and relationships and th- yeah. there's no math in that no. you know there's more chemistry if mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. you know so you got to feel it out there's no way to feel it out with math 
Right. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Who the fuck calculates their dates? Yeah, well, (laughs) actually, okay, now, I'm so glad you bring this up because when I was in Barcelona with Shahak and Dragos, um, I had a few moments, like, I went through, I ovulated and started my period when I was with them, right? So emotional. It was a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hello, emotions. (laughs) It was a mess. And our biggest show, we did a show where it was like a, you know, socially distanced packed theater. Uh, So it was like 85 people in there. (laughs) And like, a proper theater stage Damn. and how big was it? i was a mess what was what? how big was the stage like did you have to pace a bunch i could have but i i i didn't because i was feeling very uh not in control that night mm. i like i i wanted to pace more i did a bit i would have let, like had i done that show more than once i probably would have used the stage space more and would have enjoyed it figured out where to move probably. yeah okay, and had gotcha. i hosted the show like that would have been way more fun like i would have to <laughs> be a lot more loose totally right i oh, man but um but what was really intense about the show was that um okay firstly biggest show secondly um i did this ad for an ethical porn company asties i did this comedian reaction video and uh the 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 camera person the person who filmed it said i should um send in a video to apply to be the face of the company oh wow Mm. that's very nice yeah so to be like the the non um porn star person who interviews porn stars who like creates um who's the 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 youtube face basically for the porn company and um and so I sent in this video and then when I was in um, Barcelona, that camera person um, said, hey, the uh, some of my colleagues from the company are in Barcelona. They'd like to come to your show. Oh, they weren't the colleagues. They were the, wait. they were the co-founders. Oh. So the founders of this fucking company come to my show and they see me at the... Now, there were a few other elements to it. Um, there were only two females on the lineup. That happens, right? All the time. So the lineup was like maybe eight, eight comedians, two females... And the way that the um, they did the, uh, the order, the lineup, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, they put the two female comedians, one after the other, first and second, first half. First and second, first half? Yeah. Did you open? No. Okay. Well, at least that. Sure. I would like to, like, if I was opening, I would have done a, a different kind of set. I think mm. that, like, yes, it's still, like, just burn me fine. Mm. But, like, why would you put both? female comedians in, in the, the first, first half, half one after the other fuck That's you crazy, it's like dude. what are you trying to get us out of the way like somehow oh dude and then and just like saving it, just saving like men for the last half it's like ew ew like just the <laughs> message that that puts out there is you know maybe it has no like uh, back text behind it i agree hopefully i agree with you and i don't think it did but it just lacked the awareness of how that feels for the female comedians i think mm. and it was also like Dude, female comedians typically have quite dark material because if you come from an if you're an oppressed people, <laughs> then usually you have quite dark, dark material. material. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I've been there. I try to exactly heal the wounds. <laughs> and women's like female comics are usually way more way darker because they're they've had to fight for their voice, right? And oftentimes I feel like they're also way darker because people don't react to silly humor from ladies for some fucking reason. Yeah, right. And I think that's trash. That is trash. That's straight up trash. Like forcing people to be like somehow not angry, but uh, like do scary shit yeah. just because another way is not really working. That's yeah. very stupid. Yeah. Like silly. Yeah. How many like just silly like um, I'm trying to think of a good example of a silly comedian like Billy. What's the what's the little short fat guy from the UK with the long hair who was in black books? Um, 
the, 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 he's like a really silly comedian. But like, yeah, how many like just really silly female comedians are there? Yeah, doing goofy, goofy shit. Goofy, goofy shit. Like, um, 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 uh, God, I can't remember any names right now. Same. Um, what's her name? Crazy, crazy woman, blonde hair from the States, older. Uh, Mary, Maria Bamford. Oh. But she's super smart and she's super complex in the, in the comedy she creates, but she's very silly. Mm. But all of her silliness is, um, is kind of underlined with like a is you know on this on this base layer of like hardcore social commentary and and and, yeah, and feminism yeah. as well like laughing at the fucked up position that women are in but yeah there's no goofy goofy female comedians you're it's right. kind of fucked man it's yeah cool. but anyway so this lineup so there was that yeah so there was <laughs> so i got in there and by the time i got in there this other male comedian had pissed me off and uh, just with his narcissism. And then I get in there and I'm like, guys, the lineup sucks. Like, we need to change it, please. Can we change it? What's this? I'm taking a photo, but don't pay attention. Just okay. do your thing. Um, so, yeah. And so the lineup pissed me off. Then, um, yeah, then I had these two, like, porn, co- porn company co-founders in the audience. No pressure. Oh, and when I spoke to these guys, you know what they said? The guy was like, oh, oh, I'm getting nervous for you. Do you need to go and prepare? Because comedy is hard. And it was like, oh, Jesus, let me do my job here. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, don't say that. And I think had it not been after I hadn't done comedy in seven months and if it had been a comment like that had been made to me during normal comedy times, just I would have... that shit. Yeah, I would have... This is like, shit happens way easier. Yeah, like it wouldn't affect me. But like, you know, this was my like... I'd just been, you know, shaking off the, the cobwebs. The rubbles, yeah. Fuck. And you're telling me that you're nervous for me? Fuck you. So, yeah. like, yeah, I was super emotional. And then when I was on stage, I um, I totally forgot, like, like, I planned to do stuff. And then I just went in a different direction. And my set ended up being, like, uh, like serial killing. Um, uh, what was it? Serial killing, suicide, and dying alone. Like, they were the main bits that I did. Did it hit, though? Parts hit, but like uh, the first half was really tough. Like everyone in the first half struggled. Mm. I like I hit with certain people for sure, and but it wasn't like a rolling laughter through the audience. Okay, good. Yeah, that like it wasn't as good as you wanted it. No to be, way, so to speak. no way. Like a few okay. of my bits like really got them and really got big reactions, but then like overall, I wouldn't say it was a good set. Like, so what did they say in the end? Uh, the co- the co-founders of the porn company, uh, they wanted to hang out. And they wanted to hang out like quite a few times when I was in Barcelona. We did go hung out. We hung out one day. They took me to a cemetery, which was cool. I'd never been to a Spanish cemetery. They they do it vertically, man. It's like walls and like vertically. Crazy. Yeah, really crazy. I just went to a cemetery uh, here recently. Why are we talking about cemeteries? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to a cemetery recently on mushrooms. Ooh. Yeah. Cemeteries <laughs> are so cool, though. So they look kind of nice. I can't lie. I think they're really cool. I haven't been to one in, in Berlin. Mm. there's uh around where i live for some reason there's like four i'm lying i used to live next to a cemetery on um on hermannstrasse and mm. one night um my boyfriend at the time noticed all these candles in the cemetery and we didn't realize it was the like it's like the day of the dead or something mm. um all saints day mm. and they put all these ca- and like we walked through and it was like being in a studio ghibli film like it was so beautiful did you go magical. to the cemetery yeah at night yeah damn that's crazy. high as fuck that's danger zone <laughs> for the mentality personally i don't know because i believe in ghosts and shit like this because i've had things happen to me that have no explanation oh. so when i go to a cemetery Ooh. i'm always like hmm why did I go there on mushrooms? Don't ask me. Uh, and it was in the rain too. So it was like super dark and like 
It was interesting. It was very <gasps> this interesting. This is super interesting. <laughs> it was this very, very, very crazy. Super yeah. interesting. And somehow there was uh there was candles around some of the graves mm-hmm. obviously like somebody went to give flowers and candles mm-hmm. the graves were really well kept and all of that stuff and it was raining like hard but the candles were still on That's and i don't crazy. understand how that shit works and they were like flamey flamey candles they were proper candles yeah they were proper good can- because uh, that's what, like it was it was first it was raining second it was like almost at the end of the day so it was like dark dark it was like getting like super 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 dark it's almost yeah. before it's black yeah and you could see in the rain you could see the flames like still being on you know how is that possible i don't know it was very <laughs> creepy <laughs> i'm so curious about you saying that you um you believe in like yeah i i also like believe in ghosts like i i know people who are um like people that I deeply respect, like my stepfather, mm. super uh, rational dude. Like he, he super smart, s- rational, uh, critical, you know, mm. in like all the positive ways. Yeah. He has had some crazy ghost experiences. Intera- yeah. 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 And, here, <laughs> and I have, had, I've had only one of my own, um, which I'll tell you about, but I'm curious about yours. Like, do you want to do you want to talk about it? About or? ghost experiences? Yeah. From from sexting to ghost experiences. Well, it's adults. It's adults only. It's, it's adults only. Hell I don't yeah. know if you want to talk about it. If you don't. Yeah. No. I mean, I got really no problem speaking about these things because yeah. I do. At one point, it's like I'm not trying to prove nothing to nobody. I know what I experienced. I know yeah. what happened to me, yeah. and uh, like the only way that I would like to also explain it to myself is if something actually did happen. Yeah. Also, for the for my own peace of mind, you know. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm so like, excited! Like tell me, tell I, me, tell I, me. When I was so when I was a kid, I would used to always see uh, people on the streets, and they would look slightly different than normal people. I didn't mm-hmm. like pay attention to it. It was like okay, just whatever people, you know. I'm a kid. I don't know jack shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Until one day, I was uh, going back from from school and. My school, you from my school to my house, I passed this like really tall building. This is just basic tall building, whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw one of these, like, whatever, slightly strange looking people. Uh-huh. And they were on the almost on the highest left balcony. Left or right? How do I? It's right. Anyway, highest left, uh, right balcony mm-hmm. on the top of the building. Uh-huh. And I'm just like walking around looking at stuff, you know, like a kid would. Yeah. And I see this guy on the top balcony and he jumps. And Ooh. at this point, I'm thinking like I'm seeing suicide, right? Yes. So this person jumps off of the building and like splashes on, like really gets like messed up on the ground. And I was like, and, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like something like six or five, five or six or something. And I'm, I'm tripping out, you know, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? And then the person just got up and climbed back up to the same place where he jumped from and jumped again. No, and he I... did that a couple times. And I was like, okay, this is this is weird now, you know. I've I've been a kid that had an overactive imagination since I was whatever. I'm super sensitive to things. I'm a sensitive soul, whatever. And Whoa. I really felt like something strange. So I went back to my dad and I explained to him like what happened, right? Um, and I told him, yeah, there's like more of these things that just like walk around and they seem like normal people, but they're ever so slightly different with some yeah. stuff. Like their clothes are maybe too old, or, uh-huh. you know, but you think they're like homeless people or something like this, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like oldish clothes, whatever. And I told him like what happened with the guy that jumped from the, from the thing. And he told me that he had a colleague when he was in, um, when he was in uh, high, not high school and 
because he went to university in Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. My dad, black dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he went to university in Bulgaria and he told me that he had a colleague, a girl colleague that married this guy and that lived in this apartment that I pointed to because yeah. I took my dad. He was like, what happened? Took me yeah. out and I pointed like which window the guy was jumping uh-huh. from, like the balcony. And my dad told me that the person that he was studying with Mm -hmm. had a husband Mm -hmm. and he jumped from there and committed suicide. Whoa. That's a, that's a, that's a very solid ghost story. You know what I mean? Experience. Yeah. Story seems to imply a lack of truth in it. No, a ghost experience. Somehow. And that's so interesting. This idea of the, this ghost doing again and again, this, this moment. Yeah, and I was I was really scared because the bom- the moment that my dad told me that somebody actually did that shit at one point in time. Yeah, from that, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is that I I researched a bunch into this thing, mm. and you as a as a as a kid, if you have an overactive imagination, which I did, because there was like a lot of things happening in our house. I was being slightly disbalanced. We were getting kicked out. They were pushing the house on top of our. It was it's a long thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulgaria, weird place to be as a black guy, regardless. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things happening, and then we got tested if we were crazy or not. We got IQ tests about a bunch of these things. I'm not crazy. Got good <laughs> IQ. Solid motherfucking person. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking here. I'm not insane. I got a job. I work at a testing station. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, yeah. Um, you got tested. When did you get tested for craziness? When I was a kid. Wow. When I was a kid, I got tested multiple times about a bunch of stuff. Because I was explaining to my dad and to... I'm a talkative person. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, at some point, you learn, like, okay, there's maybe some things I should just keep to myself. You know? Because yeah. not everybody's gonna understand. Not everybody's gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I and it's all about um who you give that stuff to, mm. right? Um, because yeah, like there will be people that will sympathize or you know try to understand, even if they haven't experienced it themselves. Yeah. You know? Um, and there's people that are like, ah bullshit. Yeah, and people yeah. who will then you know judge you or or treat you differently. Mm. Um, I've never actually seen um seen a ghost but i um i had an experience where i felt like i was i was i was emotionally moved quite extremely i am i had this horrible holiday with an ex-boy like a boyfriend and now an ex-boyfriend the guy on the picture no that's my best friend i've got a mug uh Happy birthday, Anuzi. <laughs> he made a mug for you. He made a mug for me. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's my best friend, Uzi. Hmm. And my nickname is Anuzi. His is Uzi. Nice. Can you tell him these? So there's two photos on this mug. And uh, we've swapped shirts in them. We were at a oh. bar and we swapped shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the bar. Oh, yeah, I can table. see it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Sorry to disrupt from No, you. no, no. Um, but I was... Uh, so I had this horrible Italian boyfriend. Uh, it was our one-year anniversary. He thought it would be a good idea f- to give us a surprise trip to Tasmania. 
Okay. By surprise trip, I finished like a double, like three days in a row, double shift, um, working like you know twelve Death. hour days. And uh, on the on the last day, he was like, "So we're gonna, so happy anniversary. We're gonna go to Tasmania tomorrow morning. Flight is at six a.m." It was like, "Oh, good. I don't even get to sleep and recover from <laughs> from my... the dumb shit." Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, that's cool. We went straight to Mona, which is this amazing gallery in Tasmania. It's like very very cool progressive crazy um but anyway uh we had this horrible horrible trip the the night after the gallery uh he got to the point where we were yelling at each other on the street he called me the whore of my family um, <gasps> on also, your anniversary on in our, tasmania yep um once lot- again this is not you this <laughs> is his own weirdness <laughs> right i know i've done a lot of work on that but it was a very violent relationship and um yeah, like just very aggressive verbally. And then he pushed me sometimes and he kind of like, you know, some other stuff. But on this trip, anyway. That's not Tattoo Guy, no? No, no, no. Okay. That's, that's Colombian. This guy that I'm talking about is Italian. Okay, easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, Italian was before Colombian. And we were in Hobart that day and then we had to drive up because our return flight was from a different city. He mm. hadn't booked any accommodation. So we had to like find a place to sleep. Anyway. We ended up having this long, long drive going to the the city that we were flying out of, uh, eventually finding somewhere we could sleep. I hadn't eaten for like 10 hours. I was ravenous. We get to a pub. I'm like, great, let's eat. And then as I'm ordering a beer, he comes and he's like, there's a ghost tour. There's a ghost tour. Let's go on the ghost tour of Launceston. And I was like, yeah, cool. That sounds good. When does it leave? He's like, we have to go now. Now. So no food. No food. Okay. And I was like okay you're at the edge of your stuff <laughs> it's really not okay and uh and so we go on this ghost tour and i make friends with everybody on the tour you know? <laughs> <laughs> as one does <laughs> yeah and getting as far away from his possible anyway we're going on this ghost tour and we eventually um get to this um stables and like we, we've seen lots of different sort of stories and parts mm-hmm. of the town we get to this stables where they used to keep the horses and um, we're standing at the front and it's like the scariest place. You know, the, the, the tour guide has already said, like, it's the sc- I'm saving this one for last. It's the scariest place. Mm. And we stand at the front and he tells the story. He's He doesn't even tell the story yet. He says, look, we're going to go in here. Something very bad happened in here. Um, uh, but I'll tell you what happened once we get inside. Mm. And I just started shaking and crying and I couldn't go in there like i couldn't like i was like i can't go in there I just energetically started, it was just shut down energetically i was i had i i don't know what happened but something just hit me and i was shaking and crying and terrified <laughs> so weird because i'd just been like jovial anna talking yeah. to these people going to these places you know mm-hmm. yeah, goes whatever and uh, and this boyfriend was like no you have to come inside she was forcing you and i was like dude i don't want to i can't i, I can't I he's feel like, like it, okay. yeah he, he and he was like no no Come inside, Anna. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, I always want to talk in Italian because he's... Anyway, and I was like... I was like, come. And and so I fucking went in there. And the story was about a woman who was murdered by her her husband. Oh, so that... Okay. There was some weird energy transference, something in the ground there. This... Yeah, this woman had been murdered by her her partner. And... Mm yeah i don't you know, know what, like you know what they say about uh, okay so some ghost stories mm. um oftentimes have a connection between the person that's experiencing the ghost and mm. whatever the ghost experienced himself yeah so energetically within any situation the uh, to me energy is some type of vibration right yeah so if you vibe oh sorry 
if you vibe with someone, you connect. More or less, you feel their energy. You kind yeah. of cool. Da 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 da. Yeah. Uh, energy lingers as well, though. Yeah. So you have spirits that linger energetically around certain places. Whatever happened to them energetically, you can kind of pick up on this if you are on the same wavelength. Yeah. So if you felt some type of danger from your boyfriend, if you if he pushed you around and so on and so forth, you felt so many of these like aggression from the person that was supposed to be close to you, which is the same thing that this lady felt. Mm -hmm. Probably before she entered this place, she might have known what is going to happen to her. Mm -hmm. Hence, you feeling that you don't want to go in. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, she was her, her husband. So she started, um, she got married because of some family thing. Um, uh, but she actually had a lover. And uh, and the, the, the husband that she got married to found these letters that he she had written or mm. he had written or just he had written maybe. She mm. hadn't, yeah. And um, and he told her to meet him in the, he told her to meet him in the stables and then he murdered her there. In the stables. In the stables. See, that's the thing. So she knew what was yeah. going on right before she yeah. goes in. Yeah. And that's why you yeah. felt that way. Because yeah. you basically at that point were energetically and vib vibrating the same way that she was before she entered this place. That's why you. Yeah. So yeah. that's legit shit. It's legit shit. That's and what I'm telling yeah, you, man. Yeah, yeah. These it things was, do happen. It, no, for, totally, totally. And uh, there was no, the thing, I was in such a good mood, right? Like I wasn't like, I was finally connecting with people and having like, mm, mm. you know, and I was, I was, you know, and I was having space from Marco. Mm. I was in this really, like, I wasn't in a place where I was focusing on my pain and my fear of my partner. That's not where I was, yeah, but yeah, yeah. standing in that place. It was like shaking, crying, like uncontrollable. It was so creepy how I was affected that it was like, this is a ghost thing. This mm. is a ghost thing. <laughs> and the fact that I'd even been resistant to going on this ghost mm. tour and then I'm the one that has this crazy experience mm. was insane. And yeah, we got back from, um, we got back to Launceston, like back to Melbourne the next day. And within a month, um, yeah, I within a month I, I, I left him. It just got crazier and crazier. And my stepdad even, he was like, you, he would never give advice around my relationships and what I should do. Mm -hmm. But when he heard about, like I told him a bit about some of the kind of violent Stuff. vibes. Yeah. And he was like, and you need to leave him. You Skip need to. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So ghost stuff. Yeah. And have you seen anything as an adult? Like, uh, I've seen a bunch of things, but the. They always, because th th these things started happening to me when I was a kid. And my dad told me to not be afraid of them yeah. in any way. But yeah. as a kid, when you see stuff like, because it kept happening with, uh, I'm not going to tell you all the stories because yeah. there's a bunch. Yeah. That's why I'm like so sure that this thing is, is a thing because yeah. things happen to me. And I understand like energetically, like histories about certain places that I've never been to. Yeah. And then I read up the history and it's exactly what I already know. Yeah, wow. And it's it's not possible because they say okay, mm -hmm. if you feel if you experience as a kid some type of goat stuff, mm -hmm. oftentimes some kids have been told like stories uh, from their parents, mm -hmm. and then with their imagination they kind of visualize the 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 the, the story. Yeah. But my dad, th this hap this does happen. But my dad never told me, and he he knows that's why he was like. Because my dad is African. He is connected to the spiritual motherfucking shit. He knows all of this stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He never told me the story about the guy that committed suicide before yeah. I've seen this shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. After I've seen this shit, then he told me about these things, you yeah. know? And then he told me that our family in general has... Because um, you have people that are more sensitive to the 
let's say let's call it a force or yeah. whatever anything that's around us energetically yeah. there's some people that are more slightly more tapped into it everybody has the capability to be tapped into it yeah. if they allow themselves to yeah yeah right that's just what it is yeah facts yeah. totally and some people are just uh more easily connected to it right yeah and as a kid i was one of these people that are more easily connected to it so i would see all of these things and i would experience mm. all of these things and mood switches here and there f- for no reason mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the good thing is that my parents were always there to explain and to you yeah. know and to take care and to Sup- understand yeah. and to support and to say this is not scary this is not that you can deal with this and you're not crazy this is yeah. actually just life life and you're um open to it and you're receiving things these things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my mom always um so Uh, another joke shun this you know yeah yeah or like, no no shame they, you and yeah. or, or say that stop speaking crazy shit exactly da, 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 da. gaslight you say that it's not true it's not yeah. happening yeah my um so i've also got a bit you're imagining a, you're imagining yeah my my mum my thinks that i have a connection to the the other world you know the other world because i was a twin and mm. my twin died and actually recently i um I've, I've often had a thing, only really noticed it in the last, uh, say, four years or five years, but I often think there's um, there's an extra person in the group. <laughs> like if I'm with like uh, four people, I'll mm-hmm. think there's five people. <laughs> kind of feel like there's five. Yeah, I always mm. think, like I always count an extra person. Mm. <laughs> and like it, it, it was highlighted most, uh, funnily enough, when I was doing drugs once with um, a friend, like a couple of friends of mine mm-hmm. and you know the the three of us doing you know having sex doing drugs and me always thinking there were four people mm-hmm. to the point where like i would get four glasses i would make four lines i would you know like but just uh sub- kind of subconsciously but totally subconsciously just wow. really yeah. and everyone would be like like they would be like anna like there's we're only three, three of us yeah, what do you <laughs> i was like for? Oh, oh yeah like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. where is obviously. the yeah. <laughs> obviously yeah. Um, when did this happen Huh? When did this happen? When did uh like me thinking there's four people or uh when when was the the thing with the with the lines and stuff? Uh that was um in my like second year in Berlin, so 2017. I 2017. really really started happening. And then when I was in um Barcelona recently, like mm. I also had this thing where I was counting an extra person. Mm. And um and yeah, and my mum when I was a kid, my mum often said things like you just you know things anna like you're, you're too young but you somehow know things and you're like there's some kind of psychic level like well some yeah i don't know and uh and sensitive yeah. man yeah some people are connected <laughs> yeah and i think i think the whole other person thing there and being open to it like mum's always said it's because you know my twin died so there's like a part of me that's there in the in the other world mm-hmm. and i'm here and... like some part of con- connection thing yeah yeah but when did your i don't know if this is okay to ask of course, when, of course when did your twin die um in the womb so like uh my mom didn't know it's a crazy story my mom um was pregnant mm-hmm. she started bleeding uh i think it was like I don't know exactly. Um, she wrote it all down for me at one point recently when I was writing this joke. But like, I think she might have been maybe five. I'm gonna guess five months into her pregnancy. Okay, so it's so formed. she was pregnant. Yeah, it was it was formedish, I guess formed. But um, she started bleeding, and so she went into the hospital. They were like, "Oh yeah, you're having a miscarriage." So one of them is. Well, she didn't know she had twins. Oh, son of a business. Yeah, so sh- they were gonna. So they were like, "Oh, you're having a miscarriage. We'll we'll get you cleaned out." So they put her into surgery, and uh, the nurse that taking her into surgery was like, "Have you been scanned?" And she was like, "No, I haven't had a scan." She was like, "Oh, oh, turned the bed around." To to so, and then as they were scanning her, 
um, the nurse was like, oh, one's still alive. And mum was like, what do you mean one is still alive? She's like, yeah, it was twins. twins. Yeah. So it was uh, completely like mum had no idea. And then, yeah, there I was. And sort of the the twin that um, died, we don't even know the sex, just kind of bled out. And I was the one that, yeah, survived. So. Wow. That's right. That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of, because of, and mum told me this when I was maybe like six or seven and finding that, that you out. you had a twin. Yeah, that I had a, yeah. I always like, felt like I had a twin brother, but I never did. Yeah, well. <laughs> it was never, it was never the thing. That's interesting. Well, maybe. Maybe yeah. I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Maybe. My mom said, uh, one child, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I've, I've, the way I was born was weird as well. Yeah. How, 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 how? Because. First of all, first of all, my my when my mom got pregnant with me, my they they already had two children. Uh-huh. So my dad was like, "We don't have the financial capacity." <laughs> yeah. You know, like, have you seen Jim Gaffigan's bit about how many kids he has? No, he's like, um, you know what it's like having four children. Hmm. Well, imagine you have three children, and then you're swimming in the ocean, and then someone passes you a baby <laughs> like you're drowning <laughs> what is it it's like you're drowning and then someone hands you a baby <laughs> here <laughs> take care of this now too so yeah my dad was like i don't i don't know because there's two daughters already yeah uh, one of them is properly like already aged starting to be a teenager so like problems yeah, yeah <laughs> problems dude fuck i mean teenagers having, having kids is probably insane i don't oh. know i really want to be a dad at some point one thousand percent yeah but i'm like but it's a lot it's it's a thing yeah. it's it's definitely a thing anyway so uh yeah he was like i don't know if we can do this my mom was like fuck you we're doing this <laughs> <laughs> it's happening it's happening yeah i don't i'm not taking this away anyway yeah so i get born and i'm a boy and mm-hmm. uh my dad was not allowed to be in the hospital at that point because he was uh he he had like problems with the police because bulgaria is super and it was too long anyway my dad was not at the hospital I your at dad the was like a diplomat well, he thought so too until he got to <laughs> Bulgaria. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh shit, that's got, crazy. Then he got hella played all types of ways. Uh, should we pause for a second? Nah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I get I go to the hospital da, 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 with obviously in my mom. I get born. The moment that I get born, um, the nurse is like, "Are you sure you want to keep it?" What? They ask my mom, "Are you sure you want to keep it?" Three times, and she's like, "One thousand percent, I want to keep it. It's my son, obviously." You know. I'm keeping this this kid. They're like, are you sure? Because da da da, the dad is not really here right now. No, something, 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 and it's so strange. Oh my god, so, this is incredible. So I was taken away. This is racism, right? It's because you were brown. I am not sure. This is the crazy part of the story. Brown. Because they yeah. So they take they take me away from my mom. Usually the 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 <gasps> moment that a kid is born, they place it on yeah, the mother's yeah, chest, yeah. and then so on and so. None of this has happened. They straight take me away somewhere, and my mom had not seen me for two days. So my mom at this point is like, what the fuck is going on, right? And she feels kind of uneasy in her stomach, which is usually normal after you obviously give, no, after you give birth and so guess, on. Yeah. But she felt some, some kind of uneasy thing. So she went to the toilet, and she figured out that they left in her the umbilical cord, which if it rots, it poisons your blood, and you die. Yeah, fuck. So she's taken this thing out of her, feeling like it's guts or something, because you know it. I don't even know what oh, kind of whoa. thing that is. Anyway, she takes that shit out, somehow fixes her own self in the fucking toilet. I love after women. She, after, <laughs> straight what up, a queen. Man, Fuck. Straight up, starts searching for me. Right, 
can't find me, can't find me, can't find me, finds me in one of the places where they put like um, kids in this like plastic thing and they um, like put blue lights, uh, blue put blue lights on them. No, no, no. I wasn't a premature baby. I was really, really healthy. But one of those baby. things, but like an area where they had the prem- the premies or yeah, like, I think so. Like a yeah, yeah. If they're in like the the gla- kind of in the protected glass thing. because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. still developing. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. I would put, first, I was born a very, very healthy baby. Fat ass, good, four kilogram motherfucker baby. Boom. Strong ass motherfucker yeah. baby. Yeah. And the first thing that the nurse said was like, he's always going to be fat and short. What the fuck? Weird shit. Weird. Right? Weird. My mom runs, finds me in one of these things with the lights on. Mm-hmm. And usually uh, babies have like these uh, like protective glasses so that they don't fuck up their eyes. I didn't have no glasses. And my eyes were blood red. What the fuck? So they tried to fucking blind me. Which is insane. My mom takes me away from this shit. They start screaming at her. You're not allowed to be here. She's like, my son's eyes are falling out of his fucking face because you guys are not doing your jobs right. This is horrifying. This is horrible. Straight up. And so she takes me. uh, she, She takes me with her. She falls asleep. And then they take me again away from her. And the second time that they take me away, my mom wakes up and starts searching for me again. And she finds me in a room. With three other babies in these like things, in these like glass, whatever mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And some people, she doesn't even, they don't look like doctors or anything. Just a group of people, like six dudes, just sitting and looking at the kids. What the fuck? She's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? What is happening? I have no hospital? idea. This sounds also illegal. Insane shit, dude. <laughs> she steals me from this situation and just runs. Just leaves the hospital, dude. Dude, this is insane. Straight up just leaves the hospital. My dad sees me for the first times, and I'm super white. And he's like, this is not my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude, this is horrible. <laughs> so insane. But I was like, this is not my son. Da-da-da. At one point, I start getting back the color. He's like, okay, that's my son. That's fine. Do you think, with the lamps that they had you under, or are they trying to like, but that's the opposite of what, like, lamps would make you brown or no? <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> I have no idea, man. What the it's like these, um, my mom tried to explain it to me. It's like these lights that they put kids under to uh, get away some type of germs. Or I'm not really sure. It's, okay. it's like these blue lights. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not sure if they still do it, if it was like a practice from way back or some shit like this. But in any case, they try to first not give me to my mom more than three times. Dude. Try to blind me and then try to somehow steal me again and try to kill my mom. What the fuck? Before I was even like, able to speak and do shit you know what i mean i'm so sorry dude that is horrible like that's crazy that is that's a lot of um like that's okay so like we're we're resilient humans are amazing what they can withstand but you know it's unnecessary i yeah (laughs) it's it's and there's trauma there like there's there's like deep you know um deep cell trauma that happens in those moments right definitely um i i had a not a similar situation at all but i got very very sick um like I think maybe a month after I was born, mm-hmm. so sick that they had to, um, they took me into the hospital. They thought I was going to die. Mm. And, um, and so, yeah, like uh, they had to, a lumbar puncture is when you take um, fluid out of your spinal cord. I know. Yeah, yeah. They did that on me as a baby. As a baby. As a baby. And uh, they had me in the hospital for like weeks and yeah, they had no idea what was wrong with me. Um, and when I look back, I'm like, maybe, maybe they were like, Interesting. I don't know. Maybe there was, because I'm a, a, a strong part of bo- you missing. Yeah. Or yeah, like grief. 
Like, mm. I wonder if it was grief of, like, being A, out of the womb, but B, like... Um, Knowing without that my, there was someone else there, too. Yeah, without the person, like, the other, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah, I'm a strong believer of um, of any kind of physical ailment, any illness often being connected to stress or basically emotions. You same, know? same. And I, and I don't like saying that because there's lots of... I don't like saying it too much because there's lots of people with cancer and, you know, whatever. And it seems so unfair, you know, certain sicknesses. But things aren't fair in general. But things aren't fair and often people are holding a lot of trauma and a lot of... and stress that they haven't processed and that manifests physically. And I Most think... Most definitely And I does. think the upsurge in cancer and, and, and illnesses like that is definitely... Like, you know, different things were killing, killing us back in the day, right? Mm. Like, like poor hygiene and, and diet and whatever. Mm. But now we've got everything, you know, the new, the new, um, I think like cancer is really just working too much. And then you get cancer. Like, you know, like you, I, I, I tend to You're just over, 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 overwork yourself it, exactly. in a way that you don't really want to do. And depression is also another thing that's yeah. also very similar to this thing where you, the Jim Carrey said that depression is uh, yourself being tired of the of the persona you're trying to be. Yeah, not yeah. Somehow. Totally. You know. Moni would agree with that. That sounds exactly like what Moni would describe it as. I mean, anybody anyone that's living right now, anything that you do, anything that you say, it's a persona that more or less you've created for yourself. Yeah. The moment that the place that you're living in right now, all of these things are a combination of all the decisions you've made in your life. You yeah. wear the t-shirt you wear because of the show that you watched because of the show that you chose to watch you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah all of these things so at one point if you don't speak to yourself like to your inner child self thing yes. like to your pure this is whatever i feel like i should be doing yeah if you don't speak to this and you're doing the stuff that society is showing you that you're supposed to do at one point you will be depressed totally. because you know that that's this is not what you should be doing but also you don't know what you should be doing yeah because you haven't listened to yourself for long yeah. enough and then you get into this like loop thing where you're like what what am i supposed to do i don't want to do this i don't want to do this this doesn't fit and i don't want to do nothing now yeah exactly and that's depression and that is depression yeah i you um, know yeah yeah i definitely came to berlin to yeah to find myself um why, why did you come to berlin skateboarding Skateboarding, right? Okay. I came to... Uh, that's another weird-ass story. I, I have so many of these like weird-ass situations mm. in my life. Because I moved... First, I moved to Germany in general. I had just off. Yeah. In the span of three days. Or three or four days. Wow. Because there was a dude in Bulgaria. Because Bulgaria is super weird. I had a lot of situations where I almost got killed by skinheads. And I was like, I can't be here anymore. Energetically, I was, I threw it out into the universe. I was like, I cannot be here anymore. Yeah. I didn't have the financial way to move. I didn't know anybody in fucking anywhere else in the world. Yeah. My sisters were in Germany, but they couldn't like take me in because they had their own fucking stuff. They just moved there. So they have their own shit to, to figure out first. Yeah. You know, I can't be, you know. Yeah. And this dude just randomly came to the, that I know, uh, came to the skate park where I skate every day. And he was like, uh, you want to go to Germany? That's so great. And I was like, yeah, but I don't have no money. I, there's, n there's no way this is happening, right? Yeah. I can't buy a ticket even. Yeah. He's like, there's no problem. I came with the car, so I'm going to go with the car. So you can come with me in the car. It's a big car, so you can carry a bunch of your stuff. And I was like, okay, but what am I supposed to do in Germany? And he's like, you can live at my place until you figure your shit out. Wow. And then, uh, yeah, and then you can move. I was like, all right, cool. I, and he told me on... Thir on thursday and 
I left on Sunday. That's fucking beautiful. That's it. I just packed up all my shit and I was like, all right, mom, I'm leaving. She's like, where are you going? I'm, like, I'm going to Germany. I'm going to live in Germany now. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, this dude came <laughs> to me at the skate park and wanted me to go. To she's like, are you fucking sure? I'm like, my st- I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mom, this yeah. is done. But then when I came, I first came to Berlin mm-hmm. and then moved to Dusseldorf, then uh, to Essen, then to Dusseldorf again and then to Berlin again. Okay, that's quite a that's quite a jump. Yeah. Because uh, the guy, one week and a half into me being here, he was like, okay, you need to leave now. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. <laughs> I was literally a kid. I don't know German. I don't oh, know where the fuck I am. Shit. He just left me at the Berlin Hauptbahnhof. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I stayed there for like 12 hours waiting for a Midfagelegenheit with all my baggages. Kid. Not no German, nothing. Uh. I just stood there for like 12 hours because I don't know where to go. And I can't really go anywhere because have so many things with me you know yeah just just dropped them off at hubman and i was like figure your shit out and what it and so then you went to dusseldorf i uh, went to dusseldorf to see my sisters uh-huh yeah and i was like okay because i had some i took some stuff from bulgaria to give to my sisters as well yeah so i was like i'm just gonna go to dusseldorf leave the shit at my sister's place yeah. fly back to bulgaria somehow i'm gonna ask them maybe they have like some money spared over yeah so they can give me to like buy a ticket back to bulgaria yeah right? and i went to dusseldorf And I stayed for, I think, a week. And they scouted me to model for Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> nice. I was like, fuck it. Okay, let me do this. Make the money and yeah. then fly back, right? Fuck yeah. So I started doing those things. And then they wanted me to work for them in the shop. So I was like, okay. Got a job. Got a job. <laughs> <laughs> now I got the Anmeldung. Now yeah. I got a bank card for the first time in my life. Now I got an actual job for the first time in my life. I'm working. That's you know? amazing, dude. And uh, and that's that's it. I literally moved to be able to skateboard. That's perfect. You know, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder. That yeah. was my idea. That's why I'm moving. Yeah. I need something else. Here is not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm almost getting killed every day. Fuck this place. Let me leave. So Fuck I left. Yeah. Came, came to whatever this place is now and yeah basically that's it it's crazy when you um what's the there's two things there like when you put something out into the universe about what you need it's Always crazy comes like i was when we we're in, and this is just like you know two weeks ago in barcelona i was you know on on all the apps looking for apartments mm. and um and well, I were said, you living in barca was what no no just two weeks okay just two week holiday okay but um but when i was there i knew that coming back because i'd already told my housemates that i'm going to move out mm. looking for a place and uh, i let the first week in barcelona just be a holiday and i wasn't really looking for apartments let me relax. and the second week i was like well i get home in a week so i need to i need like and i and i put it out into the universe i was like I just want to get, I just want some offer so that I feel like I've got hope. Like it doesn't have to be, but like, I want to get invited to an into like to a viewing or I want, I want to get some kind of response and, and, and hope before I come back to Berlin. So mm. I don't arrive super depressed after being in, in Barcelona. Mm. And I said that out loud. And then the next day, Alex messaged me and he was like, you know what? Like, do you want, do you want to live in my spare room? Because mm. I, and it was like, Yes, yes. Like I just, I put it out there. One thousand percent. Manifestation is the biggest, like, gist thing it's that exists. Crazy. It's crazy, Damn. and it was also like when I moved to Berlin as well. It was like within a week I had a job. Mm. You know, like like I could set up, set up but like immediately, like it was it was just you know everything just brrr, paved itself mm. so quickly. And yes, sometimes you struggle, but if you if you know what you need, you gotta decide though. 
you got to decide. You got to decide. You got to really want it, and then stuff just um, you know mm. unravels out in front of you. It's it's like with manifestation things. I've because uh, I read the this book that was called like The Secret. Like oh, way you, back you read when the I, Secret. Uh-huh. Way I back, haven't read like, it. A long time ago when yeah. I was like in Bulgaria still. Because that's the only thing that you could you could just like pray like look this is gonna be better this is gonna be better. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it's not gonna. It be sounds better. like me and all my past relationships like it's gonna get <laughs> it's gonna get better. I'm gonna like him at some point. <laughs> He's and gonna mother- like me. <laughs> Isn't it mother? Oh man, so so strange. So bad. How but things it, have changed. Yeah, but the secret. So yeah, uh, and uh, is it all about manifestation? Right? Is it all about visioning, envisaging what you want, and then that? I'm I'm there because. The secret basically says, uh, whatever you want, you just have to put it out into the universe and then you're going to get it. Yeah. I think that's wrong. Yeah. I 1000% think that's wrong because a lot of people send it out as, I want a house. I want to this. Yeah, I want to work. that. <laughs> I, want a, I want a car or something. And what you're doing energetically to the universe that way is you're sending out, I want, I want, I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a mirror. It's going to throw back at you, you want, you want, you want. Yeah. If you say, but it's also hard to say I have when you don't have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you have to basically envision, personally, that's how mm-hmm. I feel like it works the best. Envision and really try and like crystallize as crisp as you can the idea of what you desire or where you want to go or how you want things to happen. Mm-hmm. Picture it, picture it, picture it. Say it once out loud. Mm. Leave it. Totally. If you, I think if you then are um, really focusing on something... Mm focusing on the want then you're just aware of what you don't have exactly yeah, yeah. It's, it's say it, it highlights leave it. it yeah yeah exactly and, and then it comes back and then it comes but back. If, if you say it and you hold it obviously you haven't released it out into the universe it's Boom. never gonna bounce back at you you, you gotta release it you gotta release that you gotta shit. release it so it comes back <laughs> and exactly. yeah and otherwise it's like you've also got to be living like you've got to be yeah ah buddhism you've got to mm. you know you, you're just gonna be like giving yourself the best possible foundation to be happy in, in yeah. the moment and accepting where you're at. But in doing that also being like, Oh, in order for me to be happy in this moment, like in my old apartment, it was like knowing that my existence was disturbing people. It was like, all right, this is a problem. I need to fix it. But while I'm here, don't think about it. Just mm. try to just, just try and trust, trust yourself that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. But like, take some steps to get the fuck out of there exactly but not focusing you know not like putting all the energy you know doing doing enough to lay like to pave the way to a a better present moment yeah (laughs) one thousand percent also you have to do yes you can't be like i want to be rich and then just sit there and wait for richness exactly it's like i want an apartment dude it's a full-time job download all the apps register get all your papermints paper ready documents be ready to move at the drop of the hat like if you want if you want if you want a new job you need to be on all the all the websites and you need to be asking people and you Mm. need to you know i'm searching for a job how yeah how (laughs) when literally the way because now with this testing thing i was like before that i used to work as a <laughs> you were doing as, burst? A, com- as no. a comedic business consultant comedic business <laughs> consultant yeah oh la la uh, i worked for this startup uh, it's called paint gun and i don't know if i'm supposed i worked for this startup and <laughs> <laughs> no promo it's not called and that one it's, it's a not called that it's something else mm, uh, what happened with this why what when when were you working them uh the lockdown stuff so until until no no until okay. february until february 2021 so november to february yeah november to february mm-hmm. 
and I was working uh, this this like whatever meme dude for this bank, right? So this bank was paying this company to make meme advertisements. Okay. Which was fun to do because yeah. I had to do like whatever twenty second videos, mm-hmm. and I had to do. Oh, that was well, that, that was video. You did some videos on Instagram, yeah, the yeah, card I, ones. Uh, yeah, I started posting some of them, but they're they're hurting me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to. I felt like I needed to like release some of them that I kind of liked to mm-hmm. to energetically basically show the universe like I can do this shit too, yeah. and if it's a product that I would like to to do this with it's gonna be like 50 times better yeah yeah yeah. you know totally Totally. (laughs) because it was like how do you make a bank card that doesn't have anyway that's too much (laughs) Uh, i was wondering what was happening so okay so basically you uh i saw these videos that you put on instagram it was like you talking like it was like this great credit card or something yeah and i was like what is the story behind this like what is like like, are you smoking a lot like i'm not sure (laughs) because there's a backstory here that i don't know um but i enjoyed watching them (laughs) i tried putting uh in in a story like okay i was uh, tasked with doing these meme videos i'm gonna be releasing them every whatever Mm. uh funniest comment gets or like funniest comment or roast to the things because they are really cringy videos (laughs) don't get me wrong (laughs) Uh, but that was I think that was the the, the funny thing about the them. funny thing yeah, about them yeah, they were funnily like, cringe yeah, like, yeah. but I wasn't uncomfortable watching it it was just like this is silly this is silly <laughs> <laughs> this is just silly but the point was that, that it have to be like no actual like thought behind them they were supposed to be randomly funny yeah. including the card yeah. somehow okay but the card had a lot of things behind it that needed to be said in the videos uh-huh. so it couldn't they, they had they told me like you can do whatever you want uh-huh. But you have to say these things uh-huh. and you have to do this, this and this and you have to do this, this and this. I energetically wanted that job. Yeah. I was I set out into universe. Let me do something with comedy during this lockdown thing yeah. and get paid from it. Yeah. I got paid healthily. Nice. For doing these things. Nice. I didn't feel good doing them. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I was like, OK, because I stopped working for those people because I obviously for lack of um, how do you call this? Uh, for lack of uh, engagement into it because mm-hmm. I started like not really caring about the job yeah. and they, they kept paying me but I wasn't putting in effort yeah. uh, and at one point they stopped obviously yeah. because you know whatever yeah. it's, obviously I'm not doing any effort to make this good in any way yeah. don't post this I'm kidding, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I have nothing to hide. I don't, I don't like it. No, but it's it's important. Like the thing is, um, your emotional connection to um, the, the the product and like the process of making the product mm. and like the the kind of freedom that you have within mm. it. Yeah, it, it comes out and like you can't you can't change how you feel about it. Like no. you're not gonna you can't force yourself to do something. You can't force yourself to like something as well. No, you can't force yourself to like something. Exactly. Not possible. Exactly. But these there people hired me from comedy great they came to uh, a show at mars mm-hmm. and they're like whoa this is so great are you doing more of these shows because i was hosting that night they're like you're doing more of these shows i'm like yeah i even have shows that i just perform i don't host that mm-hmm. gave them all the links this person that owns this company basically came to eight more shows and awesome. invited every single time invited like four people oh, great so he this dude came with a pack of four people that's five people audience instantly right there Perfect. you know that's super nice nice more people nice. came to the show obviously yeah but this dude was always there eight times until the last show that we had because afterwards it was locked down. Yeah. Uh, he was there every time. That's great. And then he came up and he was like, okay, we have this company. Do you think that you can come and like talk to us about these things? We're trying to make it comedic. Da-da-da. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. Let me 
let me see this person, right? Yeah. I, I'm always like a person that is open to opportunities. Yeah. I'll go. I'll see what it is. Yeah. If I like it, I don't. I'll decide later. Mm-hmm. And I worked that shit. And now I work in this test center thing because I lost that job. And I was like, okay, I need to get a job. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Just give me any type of job. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend was like, oh, there's this testing center. I was like, okay, I'm going to go check it out. Mm-hmm. As I always do. I just mm-hmm. go check it out. Mm-hmm. I go check it out. And the lady was like, do you want to start like uh, in like two days? <laughs> I was like, fuck, okay. You Done. know, signed a contract right there. Done. Boom. When well, and now how I'm working. How long is the contract for? Because like, I guess. Six months. Six months. It's like okay. a probation thing, but yeah, they yeah. always like prolong it because the yeah. job that I'm doing requires no mental effort whatsoever. That's nice. How many hours? Uh, this is random. How many? Like, how often do you work? Uh, I work three days a week. Uh, and I work like six hours or some shit. Oh, that's six, nice. Six to eight hours. That's great. It's fine. That's perfect. You know? Yeah. I get like a uh, comedy job, baby. Comedy job. I, I got, I, I got I, the perfect comedy job too. Yeah. What do you work? I'm uh, looking after two kids. I pick them up from school. I cook them dinner. I leave. That's wonderful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you get like properly paid. Yeah. Enough like better. To- like as much as I was getting the kita, and I oh, do. Son I do of a ten business. hours less a week. And they've just told me that actually the kids are going to be with their mum every second week, but they don't want to change my contract because they're just happy that they found me. Oh, so wow. I'm going to be working forty get- hours a month. But getting paid getting for... Getting get paid for... Getting paid for 80. Ooh. And it's also with kids. Yeah, which are like... They're just great. Like, I just... It's I, a little wonder every day. And, they, and they're super independent because they're six and eight years old. So okay. I'm just like hanging out on the couch. Little humans They come already. to me when they have problems. And then I cook dinner and I eat with them and I'm... Ciao. And then I get paid. And I get wow. my health insurance. I get... <laughs> I get health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and yeah. it's like and they live right around the corner from space medusa mm. but you've worked to get this i have worked very hard to get you know this. what i mean i've worked so hard to you get put this. in the uh, these because like people hear about like oh yeah i worked this wonderful job and yeah. people are like oh what is how did you find this you know yeah as if it's like overnight success motherfucker i've worked for this shit you I've, know dude I've you know languages you've been in akita I, I did english teaching in berlin which is the most unstable like dumb stuff with no health insurance like you can only be a freelancer i did that for three years i've worked restaurants i've gone down with restaurants that went bankrupt i've done you know working at this keto where i was bullied for fucking two years like for no fucking reason for no fucking reason <laughs> you know fucking, you should see the reference that i got from that keto they loved me you know like mm-hmm. and, the, and the parents as well and whatever but yeah and now i've found this you know wonderful uh, thing and, and you gotta you gotta put in the work and then i can mm. that's a manifestation yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing yeah and that's also another thing from like the happiness stuff now you can now you can have a reference point exactly this is wonderful my apartment is nice i'm getting paid health insurance is there i'm doing this podcast with like these nice comedians fucking comedy is opening back up again which is motherfucking wonderful oh my god signed up for so many shows destroy these shows let's get all (laughs) the shows back let's find new venues i want to do and with my new job now like i am so set to do comedy every night like i will i've already like i've got three three weekly shows and i think i'll make it like more <laughs> you have three you have three weekly shows i have three weekly shows where where and where uh harry bitches mars mm-hmm. um uh, adults only comedy open mic uh mm-hmm. tuesdays Mishlivska, and then sundays at the wall grindhouse comedy which mm-hmm. is the long format um double bill me, me is it still sometimes my solo show when did they when uh when are your like first shows happening again don't know mate um we still haven't got confirmation when everything's going to open but okay. we're thinking because it depends on the numbers so if berlin's numbers stay under a hundred thousand mm-hmm. well, i don't know what it is actually a hundred i'll be testing fools all day yeah. 
<laughs> you're helping, baby. You're helping. <laughs> Make sure they're crazy. negative. <laughs> which, which is crazy because every single day we test over like over 800 people. Safe. Safe. We test wow. over 800 Where's people. Where's your test center? Uh, Lichtenberg. Okay. I'm not going to go there. No, it's really far. Damn. But there is every day maybe one or two positive. Okay. Maybe. Okay. That's interesting. So where are these numbers coming from? I couldn't right. tell you. There's so many. That, uh, okay. Uh, I don't want to be caught on record, but there's a lot of things in these testing centers that are like very shady and Dude. very like, hmm. Dude, I had a PCR test to go to Barcelona and the two women who administered my test, uh, they were just women. Like I would call them like teenagers. <laughs> okay. They were whispering. They they looked so uncertain. They didn't know how to scan the thing. They got out the 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 swab and they looked at it and they looked confused and they opened mm. up. Then they asked for like in the cubicle next to us, they asked for scissors and then they cut it and like the thing flew across the, the desk the and like thing. onto the floor, like half of it. And then they did my swab. And I was like, got to the point where I actually said like, Alice good here? Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need some help testing like, me? Like, do you want to get a supervisor? Because I think you should. <laughs> and then you know what happened? Uh, those test results were supposed to come within 48 hours. After 24 hours, I got an email saying that um, my test may have been, been positive. And they need to retest. Okay. And so what What did I do? I went, I was like, fuck this. I went straight and found it. Um, and this was the day before we were supposed to fly. Mm. Like I had one day before. We was, so I found an emergency test set, like ones that do the, the, the really fast PCR mm-hmm. paid another freaking 110 euro. Mm-hmm. They gave the results within 30 minutes and it was a PCR mm. and um, negative. Mm. Negative. So, yeah, like, I wonder how many things are positive. I even had the Rona. Mistesting, like, poor testing. You even what? You even I had, had the Rona. You had the Rona, right? I had the Rona in March. Yeah. In Mar- March this year? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Also, you're like, uh, you're immune. Like immune. Supposedly for the next up until six to Another, eight months. Yeah, six it depends. To eight months. Yeah, it is. That's cool. I can show, like, a negative, uh, I can show a positive, like, testing. Supposedly, it's like an impfung thing. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, it is. It is. So I can, like, go into clubs and all this shit yeah. without getting tested every fucking day. Having had COVID means you... Yeah, it's the same as having the immunization. Kind of. And the crazy thing about that is, Mm. though, uh, I got a PCR test, positive. uh, First, I got a Schnell test, negative. Then I got a PCR test, positive. Yeah. like, what? Then I got one more Schnell test. And then it was positive. What? So I was like, what the hell does this mean? That means you had it a while ago. That's what it means. Because the PCR test um, is able to uh, find deep longer older traces yeah, of yeah, it yeah of the thing well, it meant that but i was out. just yeah. there was no way for me to have had it before though which is crazy mm. because uh i didn't have contact with anybody but my girlfriend my girlfriend got tested obviously negative because yeah. we were supposed to fly to fuerteventura uh-huh. didn't get to fly got stuck in Dusseldorf with my sisters oh. which was a wonderful like nice. 14 day uh, lockdown with my sisters we did yoga we mm. did all types of massages all types of shit because of the chinese medicine uh, learned yeah, shit about yeah, the yeah. body i can do crazy other stuff with the body too now cool. whatever uh and i didn't have any symptoms though Zero yeah, yeah symptoms. That, and that's what scares me like when like if you book a flight and then you have to get this test like now we're getting tested more regularly but it's like it's when it's asymptomatic it's like boom asymptomatic and all your plans are fucked <laughs> like, yeah yeah I don't, even, I don't even care about who i might give it to i just care about the fact that oh no now all of this God. shit can't do nothing now <laughs> oh that's wild. crazy this that's is wild yeah okay but but um your girlfriend never got it no 
That's yeah, and and I hear stories about this all the time. I've been in so close contact with people with COVID, like at the Kita mm-hmm. that I worked at, there were several children that had it and I was in very close contact with them. Like kids, there's no never there's no it. personal space, mm-hmm. distance. Never got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, colleagues who were positive, never, never got, got it. it. Just like I've been in so much contact with it and haven't had it and been tested. I don't even know, like... The- I don't know, COVID is like this weird topic that everybody is like talking about way too much. And I'm like, come on. And you're working at a testing center. And I work in a testing center. (laughs) I can't hear this anymore. Uh, And Germans are so weird to get tested because they, for some reason, Germans really love, regardless of whatever their age is, to act like children. What do you mean? love it. How so? Because you, for example, like I have to... Uh, get their booking number and uh-huh. after they have get the, after I get their booking number in like this iPad thing uh-huh. a name pops up and then I ask for the name and then they respond with if that's their name or not or I have to see their ID card oh, yeah. whatever every time I read a name let's say Hans they're like yeah, yeah that's finished yeah so they act like time. kids yes <laughs> and every time they get tested they're like oh no uh, is it gonna hurt is it gonna hurt really well, this is people that are over 30 They get they the thing just touches Actually, the edge of Shahak, their nose. Shahak Shapiro was like that. No way. He was like he was like what they don't have the gargle test. They don't have the gargle test here. And we're like, nah, man, it's the classic P. And he was like, oh, and he was really nervous and unhappy about it. That's strange. I mean, it it, ca- it feels him it as a feels German. it feels slightly uncomfortable, most definitely. But people scream, the and when I mean what? Sc- when I mean scream, I mean. It sounds like somebody's stabbing people to death. Oh you know what God. I mean? There's, really? There's people that scream. There's people that sneeze. There's people that spit. There's this one guy that was like, oh, I make noises just to just to let you guys know. I make noises when you do this thing with the nose. We're like, okay, no problem. Bro, he covered the 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 swab guy. He just covered him in spit, snot, and whatever you can think of. Ew. He was like, oh, <laughs> and just spitting and... <laughs> it takes like five seconds to relax, you know. Yeah, what I mean? well, it's actually three, right? Like in each nostril, right? One, two. The 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 teenagers that fucked up my one, she uh, she did it so rough on then one nostril, and like I've done it before. She was then like, okay, again now, and I was like, the other nostril, and she was like, no, same. She did the same fucking nostril. Why? She'd already like broken my nostril, and she wanted to go back into the. It was like, do the other side, and she was like, yeah. no. Uh, by the way, all of these things that are, if it's the nose, if it's the mouth, if it's the thing, if it's how long you got to do it. If it, no, first, from whatever the, the spreadsheet of how to do it is, yeah, yeah. first of all, almost nobody does it correctly. Yeah. Because people are just being weird. Yeah. And you kind of, more or less, you can't, you know, because they really are like, oh, nah, I can't. This is too much. This is, uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> so you... <laughs> make it always sound like a bond you know what i mean <laughs> it's too much oh no oh, no. oh please no <laughs> not all the way in oh. <laughs> only eight centimeters <laughs> it's almost there it's almost there three seconds left <laughs> what the fuck dude? take it out take it out put it back in did it work <laughs> not that hole <laughs> fucking oh my god man. people yeah man so fuck. it's not it, and <laughs> There's so much things about these tests that make no sense to me. <sighs> if I go into it, if I go into it, maybe I'll get fired. I don't know. But it's it's a whole... To me, 
I don't know if it's like okay to say these things because nowadays it's like oh, oh if say you, if it, you, say if it. If you're like an anti-vaxer person, or if you're a pro-vaxer person, or if you're an anti-test person, or if you think that COVID exists, or if you think that it mm-hmm. doesn't, mm-hmm. I think it exists because I've had experiences with it already. Yeah. I kind of lost some smell. I'm kind mm-hmm. of getting it back now after oh, like a long ass time. Yeah, but interesting. I don't know if it's as dangerous as they say, and I don't know if. It's as widely spread as they say. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have we no te- idea. We, we tested because re- I'm at. A, you know, we have so many tests. Mm. Some of them we throw out because we, for example, if you rip the test earlier than you should and it like stays out too much, then mm. it doesn't show as accurate as it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you, because you do a lot of these things, as I told you, eight hundred a day. Yeah. It's so you have to do like a very mundane task, which is like open swab drip two drip, times on yeah. the thing leave it for 15 minutes and you do this very 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 often yeah and sometimes you would like rip a test and be like oh i didn't need to rip it now yeah because yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like in the you're in a machine in, mode in the machine mm-hmm. mode yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so you have like a lot of tests lying around which as one does <laughs> you would test shit on it you know yeah you tested mate tested a banana tested <laughs> That's hilarious. Tested a banana. I don't want to tell you how scary it is because a lot of these things come out positive. Really? And I don't know if we get COVID from mate or bananas, but that shit comes out positive. That's crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's crazy. I'm still very, very anal, even though um, they say that the uh, surface contact isn't such an issue, but I still sanitize my hands before I I touch my mouth. Or my eyeballs or my whatever. Like, I'm always sanitizing my hands mm. when I... Not necessarily at home, right? At home is at home. But when I'm out, if I'm, like, public transport, anything, I'm, I'm constantly... Sanitize your hands. I sanitize. I sanitize. It's fine, though. But yeah. it's that's just, like, normal hygiene. No, like, that's new for me. <laughs> you used to just touch your face? Dude, I would... Yeah, antibodies, I have baby. mad pimples, dude. I can't be doing that shit. Uh, I, <laughs> my face is, like, so sensitive to these oh, things. Oh, really? I've got, I've got pretty resilient skin and just generally. Um, but I... You know, and antibodies, like, just typically speaking you know if you're exposed to it mm. then you're going to be all right mm. but since covid i am very vigilant around hand sanitize sanitation mm-hmm. uh, sanitization sanitation who knows who knows who knows and, <laughs> yeah and i think like i wonder how much that has played into me not getting it because well I'm obviously you quite, haven't so yeah. hey, 10 points for you thank, thank you oh yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> um all right so we haven't really spo- spoken about anything like dirty mm-hmm. and we're at okay so let's let me open up the the table will open up the suitcase of sex toys and experiences and uh (laughs) whatever um filth you you might is there anything you'd like to ask or talk about regarding a a topic of like adults only disgusting this disgusting i don't think that any i don't think that any any stuff connected to sex would be considered disgusting because it depends on whatever the people like i say it with love right when i say disgusting i'm like oh i'm so disgusting nasty (laughs) Nasty. i'm so gross (laughs) (laughs) well i remember as a kid for example they would be it would be looked down upon if you say something about like eating pussies oh yeah you know when you're a kid or when you're like a teenager like you know like i don't yeah it's like gross but i've always been like really fond of doing it Mm -hmm. because i'm like since i was a kid whatever somebody is like if the whole group of people are like really into it i'm like fuck that thing 
if the ah. whole group of people are like if we like the, we're uh, against this thing i'm yeah. like that shit's lovely yeah yeah i was also the very much like if everyone liked something i'd be like well i'm not gonna watch that or i'm not yeah. gonna yeah. or like i'm more skeptical towards it totally, you know? totally. i'm not completely negative but i'm yeah. more skeptical towards yeah, it yeah, yeah. and when someone says that something is really bad because mm. i've had the experience of people saying that i'm like like the really angry bad person and i'm not yeah so i always feel skeptical about yeah. that okay yeah so uh totally. i since since day one i've been like how do you eat pussy how do you do this uh-huh. you know how do you do this properly yeah. uh how do you make a person comfortable how do you da-da-da-da-da. since day one my parents have had a lot of discussions with me about if you have any type of intimate situations with someone mm-hmm. the whole ordeal is making them feel comfortable yes but being comfortable yourself because if you're not comfortable regardless of how much you try to make another person feel comfortable there's something in the air energetically it's not gonna happen totally totally. it is not gonna happen so first feel comfortable about yourself second make the other person feel comfortable about themselves yes that way you both of you can do what what needs to be done and you don't feel (laughs) any shame or weirdness about whatever you're doing you're just trying to feel pleasure that's all it is right it's a fun game we're having a good time, yeah. you know, so on and so forth. So you more or less through the days, through the years, you kind of figure out what's what you like to do, what you don't mm-hmm. like to do. If mm-hmm. you feel comfortable trying stuff. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Personally, love eating pussy. Love eating pussy. That uh, shit never let me down. <laughs> you know that's I mean? awesome. Does it, hold on, do you, but like, um, does it excite you or is it more like uh, you just enjoy, you enjoy the process? Like, like for example, if I... Um, yeah, I recently said eating dick, and I was like, "That's so aggressive." Like it sounds like you're chewing. Eating dick, but like sucking dick. Um, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy that, and I've always, I've always enjoyed it. Even though like, yeah. there'll be female comedians who are like, "Oh my god, any woman who says she likes sucking dick is, is lying. lying," and it's like, "Fuck out of here!" It's like, get, <laughs> "Yeah, get out, get out of here." Like, I might I, like it. Yeah, and I, I really enjoy it. Um. But, like, I still wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, uh, I don't think I've ever, orga- like, I don't think I, I will orgasm from my mouth doing it. Like, no, 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 no. no. Me Maybe- neither. I've never eaten a pussy and been like, ooh, oh! I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> this pussy's so good, it makes me come. God damn it. <laughs> well, a woman recently at a show of mine said that there were way more points of, or- like, um, uh, orgasm points, like uh, G-spots or, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, than what we think. And I have already learned about a few more that I knew before but i think she said that one of them was oral and she also said nipple mm-hmm. and i was like an oral like i don't think i have a g point in my throat or mm-hmm. like a um well the g spot is like it's very specific spot but you know mm-hmm. what i mean like a, an orgasm point in my throat mm-hmm. i don't think so but, but nipple all- yes i realized my first orgasm was actually when i was on stage mm-hmm. in front of all these people and this woman was trying to educate us on the different points of orgasm um in a woman's bo- on a woman's body she was like nipple and i was like Huh, because in a podcast episode I had recently, I think it was Dave Adams, I was trying to remember the first time I ever orgasmed. And I think the reason why I didn't remember it was because I think it was a nipple orgasm. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Nipple orgasms. Nipple. That's dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do that. I mean, I've, I've read it's about all of these things, but I've, I've never like experienced somebody that would come from, from like... Uh, nipple play. F- from nipple play, yeah. They, yeah. It's obvious that 
women would like it because it is a, a more sensitive thing. <laughs> your eyes just went down to nipple level there. Where? To your yeah, nipple yeah. level? Really? <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even see. No, it was funny. <laughs> It's alright. I've also got like Eric Andre on my on my on my chest. And he's 3D somehow. <laughs> and he's 3D. Kids love this T-shirt. It's uh, it's very. Psychedelic. I think they love it because they're just staring at your nipples. They're like, is he bad? Is he bad? I'm like, nah. that's what they say. Yeah. Why? Because um, he's like, because he's taking a shit. Like, he's. I'm pretty I didn't sure even see on this T-shirt. Eric Andre is dropping his pants and taking a shit on the street on the stage. <laughs> Dope ass dude. Yes, yeah, so cool, man. Um, yeah, nipple, nipple orgasms, oral orgasms, eating pussy. I've eaten pussy. I, I like giving someone pleasure, but mm-hmm. I don't like, I prefer to be sucking dick. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more your thing. It's way more my thing. Well, I've never sucked dick. You've but, never sucked uh, dick? Nope. Not once in my life. I've made out with dudes. Uh, mm-hmm. I've tried to understand if maybe I do lean towards that way. Mm-hmm. Cause I do find just the human body in general. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, the, Everyone has like some type of thing within them that I find beautiful. Yeah. Regardless of people being like, oh, I think I'm ugly or like, no, everybody does have something nice about them. Maybe it's yeah. one curve. Maybe it's one eye even, you know, just the one, just the one. <laughs> but there is something beautiful in everyone, I think. Yeah. And yeah, if, if you just make them comfortable about that one thing now, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. You know, it's a different, it's it's a completely different sex play. It's a, all of it just changes. And I've been uncomfortable in situations, mm. you know. Mm. But to me personally, sex has never brought me proper satisfaction. Mm. Like jerking off. You mean I've, like penetrate, penetrative sex has never, what do you mean? The whole thing. Sex has never given you full satisfaction. No, it gives me more satisfaction to give pleasure than to receive mm. pleasure because I often feel that if somebody is giving me pleasure, mm-hmm. somehow there is some type of uncomfort in them to be doing it. It's weird. I know what you mean. Like, I, I agree. Um, when I'm being eaten, I'm always a bit like, I prefer us to both be enjoying something. Like, let's mm-hmm. 69 this mm-hmm. or let's um, let's get to the sex so that we're mm-hmm. both... In- yeah, like I, I never, yeah, I don't really, it's been a while since I've been in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and but, that's another <laughs> whole different thing about sex in a relationship yeah. is a whole different thing. It's different. Um, but it's been a while since I've been in a, in a dynamic where I can regularly have sex and experiment with the person and, and develop. Um, learn, teach. Learn, teach, exactly. Um, but usually like, you know, over the last couple of years, Whenever anyone's going down on me, it's sort of like, I'll enjoy it, but I don't like, I don't usually. You're waiting for it to end. (laughs) I'm kind of like, all right, that was a good, good, like five points. Let's move it to the next stage. Like Mm. I I usually, um, but in a relationship, it's different because it might be like, all right, you're just going to eat me today. Okay. But usually I want sex. Like usually I want penetrative sex. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on the person for sure. Yeah. It's like, if I've got the dick there, why not why have not it inside use it? me? <laughs> <laughs> why not fucking use it? Like, I can, like, yes, a tongue is different to my hands, but like, mm, yeah, I'd prefer to be enjoying their body mm-hmm. at the same Physically time. being connected. Yeah. Not, it's nice. Yeah. Like, it just having their, their like, the sex organ mm. also being stimulated simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you need to, uh, personally, I think that if you find a person that you're comfortable with doing this, then it's fine. But a lot of people first have really bad rhythm for, for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Have you, like, have you had sex with somebody that when you try to, when you try to penetrate, they mm. try to, to move away 
and when you try to move out, they try to come close. When you're yeah, when so you're at different yeah. So it's like we're both moving in the same direction. Nothing is gonna happen here. <laughs> You know what I mean? It doesn't work. Like, how do you not, you know? How You're do never you going to procreate like this. <laughs> no. It's like you, let's say you, you like, you connect with the person, right? You put yeah. your dick in or like yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Or you get penetrated. Yeah. yeah. And then you just start <laughs> connectedly moving. That doesn't but work. It needs to go in and out somehow. It needs to go in and out. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's it's not. I mean, grinding is fun, right? If you sure. know how to do it properly. Sure. It's fun. Yes. But if you can't. Then and the person is not like flexible that way, and they're also doing it very out of like sync. It's just like the, the thing is, there needs to be chemistry. <laughs> like, yeah. I think there's like to get to the point where you're fucking someone, there needs to be a basic level of um, energetic agreement. And so, hopefully, by the time you're fucking, that that that's kind of already been sorted out. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. like your attraction to someone um, will dictate how that like it's not dictate. often that you dictate. <laughs> yeah uh well often like you're not gonna end up it's not often i think that you end up fucking someone where you've got absolutely zero physical attraction to connection like like yeah physical chemistry um rhythm alignment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like very rarely is everything feeling super good and then you fucking you're like oh (laughs) this doesn't work that hasn't happened to you not really like Like usually sex gets like when, when I really like someone, usually the sex will just get better and better. Mm-hmm. The first couple of times might be a bit like, oh, Strange. he came really quickly <laughs> or like, or like, yeah, I didn't even get a chance to orgasm or, mm. you know, like we're, we're learning each other and then it gets better stop? and better. Hmm? Do they stop when they come? Do they stop? Sometimes. Yeah. And so they finish their stuff. You're not and they're like, oh, <laughs> have you had that? That's wild. Many times. Damn, man. I don't know. Or I'll be like, or, you know, and there's also a large part of my life where alcohol was pretty much always around when I... Stuff was happening. Yeah, exactly. So it would be like, what, did I even remember it? Oh, <laughs> that... Damn, dude. This is what I mean. Like, my tongue never disappoints. My mouth never disappoints. If something happens and, like, maybe I'm too excited or whatever, mm. I'm breathing too quickly, whatever it is, mm. right? I come fast. Mm. This happens. Mm-hmm. What I'm not gonna be like out here being like, yeah, fucking, I'll pump two hours. I'm fucking still. I pump no. two hours. Yeah. No, no, you know, no. it happens to me too. Yeah. But the thing is that for some reason, homeboy downstairs always stays in action. Nice. Regardless if <laughs> if uh, if I come early or not, I yeah. can be like, wait, switch up the stuff, but yeah. do it like smoothly, eat it out, <laughs> so on and so forth. Right. It's not like, ooh, I've come. Wait for a second yeah. and then do other shit. You did your white man voice then. <laughs> Ooh, I came. It's yeah. <laughs> my white man voice. <laughs> hey, I have half white fucking It's a white boy moment, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, wait. <laughs> it's so untactical, though. And I've heard people have this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like they do stuff, they do stuff, and the guy's just like, uh, wait. Yeah, and yeah. You, when? When did you? Anyway, I'm very physical when I do this stuff. Anyway, so. <laughs> My, my my mouth never disappoints, right? So, so if you come, then you will If eat. I come, I will eat out yeah. and I will do the stuff. Then she comes. Then I'm like, you want to continue? You want, you know? Or like I keep doing whatever we are doing. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like she keep wants to, to explore more or mm-hmm. she wants to do more, then we do more. If I feel like she's kind of like getting cold after she... Getting she, cold. That's great. After she, after she like came. Yeah. She, or like getting cold is like a weird thing to say. But like if she no, no, feels I like it. Like, slightly less into what we're doing yeah then i understand okay that's enough for her yeah it's all good yeah now we can watch a movie we can cook i cook a lot yeah you know (laughs) 
Damn, you're, you're, some, that's a great advertisement for can make some you're not available. <laughs> I'm not available, motherfuckers. <laughs> but I am I am uh, a, a people pleaser, you're more or less. Ryan, I think I don't know. I think I am too. I'm trying to become I like I, I've realized in the last um like by doing this podcast as well, like uh and just you know, getting older that um sexually I'm I prefer to be a bit submissive. Mm-hmm. which is quite a that's fine it's interesting like i never you know a lot of people would put me on this kind of pedestal of like oh you're a dominant you know crazy bitch blah, blah, blah. and it's like you talk crazy stuff on stage yeah. but even like before comedy it was like um i remember my, my ex-husband like yeah he he really had me in this put me in this like uh place where you didn't want to be yeah he really thought <laughs> i was this like dominant you know like i would dominate and um tell other women what to do in orgies and stuff like that and it's like you had orgies with your husband yeah uh how much people uh the most oh like 50 50 people (laughs) orgies you've been in a 50 people orgy yes but not 50 people doing stuff to you not just in general there's like 50 people in there yeah all right okay i mean to two of those and then Mm. like um and the most number of people i had sex with were like it was like five Mm. um at the same time uh yeah like More five on a bed like all together mm-hmm. like not necessarily all touching at the same time but yeah, like, yeah yeah but like five stuff is happening around you yeah. with five people you know mm. but like bigger than that actually but like no five people that i actually had sex with in one party. in one yeah. space yeah yeah um how is that how does that feel it's um it's fun it's pretty exhausting it's 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 exciting it's very stimulating like it's there's a lot you're processing a lot it's like there's so like, many things happening like, at the same time it's like like drug sex like it's as in like sex on steroids it's so much <laughs> there's so much stimulus stimulation going on it's like whoa like after time I, yeah <laughs> i need really, to it <laughs> really like i yeah the last the last one that i went to um was uh i was single not with my i'd left my husband and um and i went by myself and it was when i five people and i got home after that and i was just like I was buzzing like I was I, I couldn't I was it was crazy what it had done to me chemi- chemically um you felt your body all all over it was of. really yeah and I and it was like I don't know it was something coming close to like heart attack level of excitement <laughs> it was very I was really uh full full body stimulated like maybe pleasure, over proper sti- pleasure yeah but like, or is it too much it, i don't know it was getting close to the point of too much it was like there was just so much yeah it was also i had my brother's wedding that day mm-hmm. uh, my brother got married and then the day after was my best friend's wedding oh, wow. and my dad had come to visit and he didn't come to my wedding <laughs> but he'd come to visit and so it was the first time i'd seen my dad in like uh, years and then um you went that night to an orgy so you yeah. see your dad you're like what's up dad i'm yeah. going to i left my dad that, yeah, we had <laughs> drinks after my brother's wedding and i was like all right i got a party to go to <laughs> straight up <laughs> yeah. like, fuck this wedding man well it was like you know what my best friend and my brother are celebrating like committed love i've just left my my husband and there's an orgy the last last oh you like, just left your husband yeah i'd left oh. my oh well, i'd left my husband like three months before that okay so, I was, so you're ready for situations you see some people getting married and stuff you're like all right i'm out of here <laughs> yeah it was like i need i need to i need something to help me deal with um the fact that i'm going to be supporting these people that i love uh entering marriage i've just had my dream of a happy married life destroyed and uh and how am i going to deal with that i'm gonna and i'm gonna see my dad for the first time in okay. years <laughs> yeah i've never been to one man yeah they're pretty wild they're pretty wild but they're, yeah there's some high quality ones i'm looking forward to maybe finding another high quality one in, in germany but i haven't done the research yet and mm. then COVID hit 
Motherfucking COVID. Man. Motherfucking COVID. But let's wrap this up because I... Let's do this. Yeah. So do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, as always, I am trying to do things, forcing myself to do it because I know it would be nice if it comes out. I have a comedy special that I'm editing. Yeah. Um, that is all footage from the first two years of a comedian's life. Great. Obviously, it's Great. all from open mics or some type of like special show kind of thing but it's what are we talking about berlin is always open mics regardless yeah. of how special the show is and how there's some showcases there's some showcases that you get some type of paid at and you maybe get like 15 minutes but it's still kind of open micy it's still open it's, it's new yeah that's why it's a small scene it's a small compared scene. to the uk and the, the states the bigger one but the yeah. thing is that we always have like wonderful crowds regardless of that yeah. i'm trying to make a special what's it called open mic special open mic special and yeah. you are on instagram you are the- dio lego toy d-e-o-l-e-g-o-t-o-y <laughs> dio lego toy and, and then you've also got a Facebook page. Yes. Dio Katunga. D-O-K-A-T-U-N-G-A Katunga. Katunga. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> um, all right. It has been a pleasure. Um, guys, uh, follow me on uh, on all the things if you haven't already, guys. AF Barros. And uh, that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Skrrr. Thanks for having me. We went all types of places. We did. It was, <laughs> it was great. Sorry for being so mentally scattered. Don't say that was amazing. I'm going to stop it now. Bye.